You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I am the man, sick with the slang, sick and I'm destined for fame. Do for the fam, not for the grand, stunt me a destined for pain. I do not front, I do not scam, put some respect on my name. Sick like a rain, click and I bang, y'all gon' remember the name. Y'all gon' remember the name. What's up ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls around the world? I would like to welcome you back to the Real Talk with Zuby podcast. On today's episode, we have got on a fellow artist. He has done songs with... All sorts of big artists. He's toured all over the USA and beyond. He's got over 2 million subscribers right now on his YouTube channel, doing a lot of dope stuff independently. And this is the one and only Hi Rez. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. No doubt, bro. So I've done a real brief intro there, but for people who may not be familiar with you, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah. So I've been making music 12 years. Um... 10 of those years probably never made a dollar. You know, that's that's how any dream is, right? It's like you put in those 10,000 hours and it's like you have to be willing to, to to make no money for those 10 years and then everything beyond. If you put in the right time, the right work, then you could live a lifetime of abundance. So, I mean, when I was 16, no, when I was 18 years old, I was signed to a division under Sony, um, got dropped from the label right before streaming became a thing, you know, and thank God I was dropped because I was in I was in such a bad deal when I was a kid. And then streaming came out of, out of nowhere and, and my life changed. And, you know, I feel like even though I'm young, a lot of people are like, yo, you're an OG because I kind of I was going viral on on things before before people were calling things viral. Right. Before it was a word. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you soldier boy says I'm the first rapper to do everything. Right. That's what happened recently. So that's how I feel of like of my world when it comes to the social media world is like there was only a few rappers at the time. It wasn't as saturated. And everyone was like, who's that? Who's that random white rapper kid that's going viral for rapping at McDonald's or dressing up as an old man or, you know, real gimmicky. It was like at first it was always rap, 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 rap. I was in a studio when I was a young kid with a lot of OGs like Sean Price, Master Ace, Rugged Man, like a lot of super dupe, thorough, real, you know, hip hop heads from the 80s and 90s. And I was a young kid and I didn't even realize how blessed I was to be around such mentor, you know, OGs like that. And it's just, you know, I've been in so many stages and paths in my career, you know, because I started so young that, you know, I'm blessed to have the longevity that I have. I might not be Drake or Kanye or Jay-Z, but it's like I feel so it's it's amazing that I, I control my destiny. I control my masters, my royalties, my publishing, my money. I have full control over everything. You know, so it's like I might be making a tenth of whatever you're making, but I'm keeping 100 percent of it. So it's like mm. it just feels good to control, control my destiny, man. And I just been doing it for a while and I'm going to be doing it for another 10, 10 years, 10 years after that. Like, I really love this. You're going to have to carry me out of here. You know, what I mean? it's like <laughs> it's not it's not just a career. Obviously, it became that way. But, 
you know, even if I was making zero dollars, I would figure out some hustle to be able to do this full time. No doubt, man. Well, dude, as a fellow independent artist, trust me, I can appreciate the hustle and I love seeing what you're doing, man. How did you even get into rapping? What's the story behind it? So when I was, I have two older brothers, no, no um, sisters. I have a half sister, but as far as what I grew up with in my house, I have two older brothers and, you know, they were just into rap, man. It's like, if they, I think about it all the time when everyone asks that. It's like if they put me on to like country or rock and roll or something, I wouldn't be here. I would be like, I would probably hate rap. And, you know, anyone who has older siblings, they know it's like, you know, they force feed whatever they want down their little siblings' throat. It's like, you're going to eat this, you're going to drink that, you're going to play this sport, or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Cause I grew up, you know, I'm 27, but I grew up in, 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 in the 90s where, you know, you were getting swirlies and hit with belts and beat with. And it's like, that was normal, you know? So it's like, that's how I grew up, man. And, and, and rap was everywhere. And, you know, I, Eminem had the record like White America, the kid who sagged his pants and do-rag and grills. And, and it's like, whether that was my life or not, that's who I thought I was. And that's how I got into rap, man. It's like, I just loved rap. Um, as I got older, you know, it became more of an avenue for me to like, as an outlet, right? Like any, any struggle I was going through, um, any, anything in my environment, friends, family, any triumphs, tribulations, all that. It just was, it just became an outlet. And, you know, I've been, I've been making music since I'm 13, 14 years old. I'm 27 now. So it's like, you know, time, time tells all like, you know, I, there's so many guys that I came up with initially, I'm still coming up. But there's so many guys that were like when I first started when I was 16, 17, that were kind of like the freshman class with me. Right. Like that same that same class. And most of them aren't here right now. You know, so it's like it's it's crazy to even look around and be like, wow, it's like, you know, as you get older, as you mature more, as you make more money, as you get more view, whatever it is, as you kind of just level up, you start looking around and realizing, whoa, like the people who used to be here aren't really here anymore. And maybe it's because they didn't love this. Shit. I don't know. So I think just since a young age, um, Kanye West played a massive role in my life. It was like early 2000s music. You know what I mean? Like I did my due diligence afterwards, like not even shit that my brothers put me on to, like, because I started, like I said earlier, I started working with Master Ace, Rugged Man, Sean Price, rest in peace, Sean Price. And it's like, I, I, it put me on to the KRS-1s and, and the Wu-Tangs mm. and, and NWAs and, 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 and people of that nature from the late 80s, early 90s. And I just, I just loved it, man. I, I used to go to a sleepaway camp when I was a kid and, um, they, they had like horseback riding, all the normal sleepaway camps. And I was the only one, kid you not, like out of hundreds of kids, I'm the only one signed up for DJing in like the back of, we're in the woods. And it's like this tiny ass little cabin. And like, I, to me, that, that sounds like everyone should be there. I'm like, why is why y'all riding horses when we got thousands of records right here that we could spin and sample and chop up and listen to? And I don't know, man, it's just, to me, I think nowadays, the, the tables have turned. Everyone wants to be a DJ. Everyone wants to be a rapper. Everyone wants to be a singer, a songwriter. And I think it culturally will shift, you know, as things do. But to answer your long story short, even though it's long, I just love hip hop, man. That's awesome, man. So t tell me a little bit about how you've built up your audience and your following in the way that you've done it. Because reaching, I mean, even getting to 2 million plus YouTube subscribers and putting out all these albums and music videos, all of that, doing all of that independently is tough and it's a big it's a huge achievement to have done that so how did you do it and what was that growth trajectory like for you because i know it wasn't just some uh you know quick thing that happened overnight or any of that nonsense of so talk us through that yeah man i mean it's 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 brick by brick you know like i said i was signed when i was a young age and it's it's those things you don't realize until you look back on it where it's like 
something that you did in your career played such a massive role later on. You know, it's like in the moment, you don't notice this video or that song or, or this concert or this piece of merch. Like you just don't, if you're doing it brick by brick, the way, you know, that any independent artist should be doing it, you know, there, you just don't realize it. So it's like, I had so many moments, like when I was a young kid, um, you know, uh, call it kids play call of duty professionally. Right. You know, shit mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So there was a, a, a collective called phase clan. They're like the biggest crew, you know, that does uh, call of duty. And when I was like 16 years old, they were all about the same age. We were all kind of peers and friendly. And, um, this was like back in the day when there wasn't a hundred rappers and to trend on YouTube, all you needed was 10,000 views in a day or something like that. I still have a screenshot from 2011 when I had a music video that I put out, I was 16 years old and it got 14,000 views in 24 hours. And I I was number 14 trending in the world wow. or like that. just because that's 11 years ago. No one, mm-hmm. no one else was doing that. I, I, only, I had to beat, you know, 20 other videos that day. Like, you know, it was no big deal. Now it's like 14,000 views. You're the 100,000, you know, best video of the day. But it's like, um, you know, they used to put uh, face clean, used to put my music in their videos. And that was kind of the first layer of like, you know, that was that first brick for my career where I really looked around and I was like, whoa, like my videos are getting 100,000 views every time consistently. I mean, I'm 16 years old. I'm in high school. Uh, You know, there was really no ads on YouTube at the time still. So I wasn't making much money. Um, I wasn't probably making any money, you know, and it's like, but it didn't matter. I'm 16. I'm living at home with my parents. I got math class in the morning and people are comparing me to like, you know, like my generation, I think it kind of burdened me at the time. It kind of put like this, this, this immense pressure on me because they were comparing me to like Logic and Macklemore and G-Eazy and these guys that are five, six, seven years older than me. They're touring worldwide. They have hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm like, I'm trying to pass math class the next, literally, like it's like the comparison made no sense, but, but it, it, it really kind of helped, you know, put that pressure. I think, you know, um, the, what's, what's it saying? Coal to diamonds, right? Like, you know, you need mm-hmm. the pressure on the coal to turn it to a diamond, right? And I think that kind of worked with me, man. So I don't know. I don't know. It's it's That was my first my first layer of fans. And then after that was the viral, the McDonald's rap, the Uber videos. You know, I pretended to be an Uber driver, picked people up, rapped. Um, I rapped at, at McDonald's in Times Square and I rapped the order. Let me get two Big Macs and two Wow. Everybody's seen that video somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, the same way with your viral video. I had no idea that your viral video was from 2019 because okay. I saw I only saw it, you know, eight months ago, nine months, whatever it was. And that's how it is with me. It's like something that's old to you is new to someone in India or Canada or that's how that's the that's the um, the crazy part of the Internet. It's right. And a lot of the times and you probably could attest to this is how many times people rip your shit upload it don't tag you it's like this your content is just it's so viral that it doesn't need to live on your platform because it's viral content you know you created that and for so long i was creating such that was my only goal was wake up and create viral for years three four years it was it was tons of stress and pressure but i think that's what got me tons of followers tons of fans tons of subs and now like even if only one or two percent like you know came became fans from it I, I got fans from it. You know, people show up to shows and they're like, hey, I found you from the McDonald's rap. Now I bought all your <laughs> albums. I found you from the Uber raps. Now I came to four shows on your tour and I followed you to, to every show because, you know, you're a genuine guy, whatever it is. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for every stage in my career, even though as a kid, I was kind of like hesitant to be like, oh, why do you only like me for this? You should like me for that. You know, like mm-hmm, the best mm-hmm. comparison I always have is, 
you know, if you're shopping in Amazon or Walmart, do they turn you away? They're like, eh, I don't want you. You know, it's like money, you know, money is money. A fan is a fan. And somebody said it once to me, it's like, you can't choose your audience, you know? And I think mm-hmm. as a kid, I wanted to really desperately have this like super gutter, like extremely hip hop head fan base that they know everything about hip hop. And it's like, you know, if, it, if it's 13 year old white girls from the suburbs who like a record, like so be it, you know, it's like, you can't control it. If it's a version of me, uh, music that I created or content that I created, then I'm, I'm extremely happy that people are consuming it that's awesome man and yeah i can totally relate to what you said there the analogy i use especially because my most viral piece of content had nothing to do with my music right it was that deadlift video yeah so i I was a bit like man of all the stuff i've done over all these years how is this yeah you know how's this thing that blows up but as i've you know done that and also started my podcast and wrote my first book all of that the way i look at it is i've got a house and I don't care. I, I like yourself. I wanted people to come in through the front door. Yeah. Right. That being my music. And then yeah. I was like, you know what, whether they come in through the front door, the side door, the back yeah, door, the back whatever, door. I, I, I don't care as long as they come into the as house. As long as you come in the house. You can take, you can pick and choose what you like. You know, if yeah. you're into the hip hop and the fitness, cool. If you just care about the fitness, all good. Yeah. You just care about the social commentary, all good. Yeah. You know, just offer things to people. And what's dope about that is it builds a more diverse audience as well. So you can have those teenage girls. And then you've also got, you know, you've also got the boomers and you've got people your age and you've got millennials and Gen X's and whatever. And to me, that's super dope. I was having this conversation yesterday. Um, I was on a different uh, podcast and we were talking similarly about where it's like, that's why I feel I didn't blow up in the sense of society. Like, you know, the, the way society looks at at blown up, right? Like there's no in between for them. It's like you're Drake or you're, you fell off. Nothing. There's no, yeah. there's no like middle ground to somebody who's not a business owner and doesn't understand what it takes like that, that mentality. So it's, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's just such, it's such a strange struggle between you know, what you think success is, I think success is, what that person thinks success is. But I think that's a sign of maturity. What you were saying is like, you might not have, like you were angry for a second. Oh, you can't, I want you to only come for the music. <laughs> but then it's like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, you're here, you know, you might become, you might become a fan of the music afterwards. You might not. It's still a version of you. It's still a version of me. I, I'm glad that you took the time out of your day. Cause there's millions. People just scroll, bro. I, I, I think about it all the time. They're like, all right, cool. You know, it's like, like, you know, but it is what it is, man. It's like if millions of people do that or if 10 people do it, if you buy merch after it is what it is, man. It's like if you're able to feed your family, buy buy a house, you know, uh, uh, metaphorically and physically what we're talking about, you Mm -hmm. know, this house reference. If you're able to do all that, you know, it's great. If you're able to pass down generational wealth, even better. Right. It's like, you know, if you're having fun and loving what you do, then it's like, why why stop it? You know, no doubt, man. And I think something that really draws people to you is your authenticity man thank you like I've, I've listened to a, a lot of your songs and it's real talk you know my podcast is called real talk with zuby yeah, yeah. I, I know that my authenticity is something that draws people to myself i see you're wearing um an anomaly t-shirt right there uh shout out to anomaly he's been on my podcast he's also on my new album um and i know he's uh you've, you've done tracks with him as well yep. so people these days especially hunger for the truth and hunger for honesty we're really living in this time where there's this war on reality, man. Yep. For the past several years, yeah, yeah. everything's just upside down and left side up. And yep. it's all very strange. And I think yeah. that the fact you are just willing to be yourself and speak your mind and be real and talk about whatever it is from politics to religion to hip hop to culture, just whatever is on your mind you know like i listen to your tracks and yeah it's really dope lyrically and the flow and all that 
But I'm also just like, cool. This guy's just saying what he feels. He's saying what he feels, man. And I think, I think there's a resurgence in the popularity of that. I think it's a resurgence. I think there's a cycle. I think initially people were drawn to hip hop because that's what it was. And then it, then it went really commercial and sort of super ultra thugged out and, you know, more. And then it kind of got real again. And then it kind of yep. went, went back to the, the mumble yeah. thing and, you know, just all of that. And then there's this resurgence that's happening again now. What I noticed um, and the fact that your video had kind of, um, you know, re, like reminded me that this is the case. The fact that I just saw recently that it was from 2019 and then that it's, it makes more sense today. Right. It's one of those yeah. things that makes more sense, whether that's good or bad. And I kind of noticed this in 20, 2019, maybe the same year. I was living in LA a few years ago and I was kind of upset, just like you were saying, I'm kind of upset with the state of the world without realizing it, I'm upset with the state of music and, and popularity and the culture, what's cool, what's not. And then I noticed like this, like it's almost like every once in a while something breaks through that's like, you, like it breaks you out of the matrix, right? You're like, oh shit. And I saw it was on Billboard and it was iTunes and the top three, it was Nas, Black Thought and Kanye West. And I didn't see anybody. This was two years ago, three years ago, mm. all dropped it out. Kanye had produced that seven track album for Nas. Um, it's something Black Thought it related. I don't know if that was even related to it, but it was back to back to back. And Cuddy was there. And I was like, am I in 2019 or am I in 2010, <laughs> 2008? And I was going nuts. And I'm like, bro, if this is any indication of the future, I'm very excited. And like you said, I think that you know, people are talking again about the most deaths and, you know, there's always good. I'm not saying we're going to eliminate, you know, this whole younger generation of shit and be, doesn't happen, right? That's not how it works. But it's one of those things I feel where like, just like the stock market or, or, or crypto, there's a correction, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, we went too quick culture, like me and you are not old. So it used to take 20 years, like a whole generation to be like, I hate your shitty music kids. <laughs> it took what, three years for us to be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? I'm sorry for anybody you know any christians out there listening i'm working on it not cursing but um yeah man it's, it's strange i think that this is this is the cultural correction where it just feels like it's it's coming back to some sense i hope it's coming back to some sense of reality joe rogan said it to you on that podcast if you're not the most progressive you can be then you're some alt-right nut job to, to yeah, a lot of yeah. these people which makes no sense to any classic liberal just that that's how i feel about a lot of this like it's so tribal it's so it's so extreme where it's like like it, even even if me right like i'm i am extremely liberal when it comes to many many things i might vote conservatively if that's what i feel is right at the time i have you know mm-hmm. but it's like it, it you know why does why does that you know everything's tribal if i wear a mask i'm a liberal if i take it off i'm a crazy conservative (laughs) what like what is this world that we live in like i know that's the media like perpetuating that even more but it still feels like it's a truth a majority of truth where it's like like these jokes and these weird things like it's not it it, to me it's, it's not funny to me when like i saw some idiot kid he um he said, he said, uh, I'm, you've seen this before. I'm, I got the vaccine, but I'm scared to take my mask off because I might be considered a Trumper. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, like, I understand the joke. I understand what you're attempting to get at. It's, it's not even funny to me because it perpetuates, once again, like this tribal mentality where it's like, I'm happy to go to Whole Foods now where I am and see almost no one wearing masks. And I actually am like, oh, like I everything, like when you break out of this matrix, right? You're looking around, you're like, 
oh, is he conservative? Is he, like, it's weird, dude. Like, so I know I'm not the only one who does that. You know, it's like you start yeah. thinking like it's my day is not revolved around that. But now I'm so grateful to look around and be like, oh, he might have got the vaccine and it's just a normal person. You yes. know, it's like maybe he's just living his life again. You know, it's like, maybe this person believes in science and God. Oh, yeah. my God. Mind blown. I didn't know you could believe in both. You know, it's like how, da- how dare is- you? How dare you? Because, nuance, nuance. Can't which is that. why I, I made that record, Make God Cool Again. I don't know if you checked it out yet, but I made yeah. that record. And it, it just, you know, I, God shouldn't be political. I've seen miracles. It's not left or right. It's not left or right wing, not a black or white thing. And it's like everything has, has been, has become that where it's like, uh, you know, no, like, Faith isn't going to solve this. Science will. And I'm like, let's let's rely on both. Modern medicine is great, <laughs> you know, and like maybe God created you and me the ability to have this conversation about modern medicine. It's like I, just people don't think rationally anymore. People hang on to every word of whether it's their candidate or their party. And a lot of people are going to are going to die from that, whether it's long term, short term. They're going to lose friends from that. They're going to you know, it, it's so it's so it's so scary because it's like. You can't wear 17 masks and a face thing like you're a dentist <laughs> to Whole Foods. You might lose oxygen to your brain or you might miss out on your future love of your life that's walking mm. next to you. And it's like, yo, like, th- there's a, there has to be a middle ground for everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. like not everything is as, as cut and dry as CNN told you or Fox told you. And, and it's just – it's funny because I always say on both sides a lot of the time, but what I really mean a lot of the time, because, and let me explain, let me explain my, let me preface this. As you could tell, I'm very passionate about this. That's all good, man. As you could tell. So do, do crazies exist on both sides? Absolutely. But I think culturally it's normal to be crazy on the left right now because of the Hollywoods, because of the TV, because of the rappers, because of actors. So it's like, you might have some conservative who's, absolutely some racist nut job crazy lunatic but is he is he the one that's that's on your tv screen every day and preaching to your kids and doing all these things and it's like it's 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 not as common it's the the truth is everyone always wants to sort of be neutral on this thing because they but it's not it's it's not a 50 50 it's no no it's just it's just not At, at this point maybe there was a time earlier in our lives where it was or maybe it was even tilted so, the other way. But right now, no, the, the, the madness. I mean, just being sane and reasonable now gets labeled people. People now get called conservative or right wing. Literally, you know, someone says, someone says, I, you know, I don't think men should compete against women in sports. And people are like, ooh, that's a conservative position. It's like, is that and, conservative? And, no, dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, and I have to have these conversations. My mom's super, cla- super classic liberal, like, like, like a Bill Maher, right? Like these okay. guys, like these people that are like, they're willing to call out. You've seen the Bill Maher one recently where he was calling progressive phobia, where he's mm. like, you're, he was basically talking about these Gen Zers that are scared to admit how far we've come in society because we haven't come far enough. So yes. it's like, okay, you can admit it while we progress forward. But it's like, I have to have these, these conversations with my mother about like, look, mom, like this party right now is not the party that you know or knew. You know, maybe it becomes that, maybe it never becomes it again. Mm. But I'm like telling her, I'm like, hey, mom, like, like, do you think we should cancel police and abolish them totally because <laughs> of, of a race? And she's like, of course not, son. And yeah. I'm like, well, 50% of people that you know would agree. You know, and, and, and my mom would never think that that statement of me mm. just having this conversation is a racist conversation. She's like, of course not. But if I talk to a 16-year-old brainwashed idiot person, they're going to be like, how dare you even question the whole tree's rotting? Oh, we need to burn the tree down and chop it down. And it's like, yeah. 
bro, like, calm down, bro. Abolish the military because of what? Because you don't agree with war? Well, neither do I. I <laughs> yeah. don't agree. What do you think? What do you think all conservatives run around saying? Let's fight wars today. It's like, what, the, what are you talking about, bro? Like, just think rationally and objectively. And it's like, when I, I'm hyped. I'm excited. That's okay, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm excited, bro. Go ahead. Because July 4th is around the corner. Last year, two years ago, three years ago. You can't celebrate that, man. That's racist, isn't it? I didn't post shit on my thing because (laughs) I'll I'll tell you why. Because subconsciously, I was trained to believe that any American, like anyone you talk to from Colombia, Venezuela, Canada, Mexico, they they come out wearing their shit on their shoulders, their flag. They go to soccer games. They burn your flags. They're like, over here, we burn our flags. We stomp on our flags. We we, we say, we say, the veterans we say it's like bro like when did society become like nwa like Mm. you know it's like we have white suburban girls who've never been jammed up ever with police talking about the police i'm like what are you talking about like i saw this company it was um love home beauty i don't seventh generation i don't want to say the wrong one so it was one of one of these ones in whole foods and they said it was like um uh, cops need to be abolished the same way fossil fuels need to stay in the ground first of all terrible comparison what are you talking about (laughs) and then i go to their website i click it and it looked like shit out of hunger games no black people it was 50 white people standing in front of their um their factory and they were just standing there like this and i'm like y'all are the ones just tweeted this tweeted the police i see one indian woman standing amongst 50 white people y'all telling me we got to get rid of the police who's that going to affect you've heard this a million times right like who 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 is getting rid of the police going to affect it's going to affect lower income areas it's not going to affect your gated community it's not going to affect you know lebron it's not going to affect and i love lebron i'm not one of them dudes that's like fuck lebron i love amazing athlete man amazing athlete i mean he has great intentions right it's one of those things it's like he's not he's not waking up every day saying i want to ruin earth today it's like no no no. you know it's like whether whether you're misdirected misguided whether you're i I love what kwame brown says over lebron i don't know if you've heard the kwame brown shit recently he's i don't think so so he's he's a retired basketball player and he comes out just like just spitting every just spitting the 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 real wokest truth you could ever see and he says the same I love you. I love you, LeBron. I, you probably have great intentions, but he's like, when you get to this level of like, you're hanging out with Ellen DeGeneres and blah blah blah. I'm like, like how, like, like how many people are really in your corner when you're that you're that kid from Akron, that young hungry kid, and you look around now and you around Drake and Ellen DeGeneres. I'm like, like you're. A, it's just weird, man. You know, it's a little like I understand on his behalf. It's a strange, strange time. I'm going all over mm. the place. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. You know, it, it's a it's a weird one. I think. You've touched on so many things that, you know, I've spent a lot of time <laughs> thinking about and dissecting. And yeah. one of my gifts and my curses is that I'm really intrigued in how the world works and how people yep. work and why things are the way they are. I'm just very Facts. analytical. You're solving so it, and rationalizing. Exactly. So I often think about this. And I think one of the big problems, and I think why amongst so called liberals and progressives, we've seen this descent into madness over the past let's say decade. Yeah. I think a big part of it is that a lot of the big battles have already been won. Like if you if you go back in history, there was always an obvious um mission and a true Correct. social Correct. justice cause Correct. for let's say the left. Correct. Right? You go back it was like, oh, you know, women need these rights. Yeah. Black right. people and minority need these rights. Right. And you know, this law is unfair. That's unfair. Whatever. And if you think about it, I don't think a lot of people, this is my personal theory on this, one of the big ones. The very last legal thing which someone could have made a genuine claim 
was discriminatory was gay marriage. Yeah. That was the last one. Yeah, correct. And when did stuff start going off the hinges? It was actually after. It was after well, that, right? Well, because we ran out of shit. Like we ran. Yeah, out of yeah, shit. yeah. People have. Yeah, like if you are if you are hardwired to be an activist, correct, and a correct. social justice type, right now in twenty twenty one, right. That's funny. What is your legitimate fight? I like, was just saying that's my what's your legitimate yesterday. fight. Yeah. I was like, when the struggle runs out, so does the donations, the donors, the money, the problems, you know, um, the identity that people find yeah. in someone else's struggle or their own struggle. So it's like you said, it's like this, um, this over, like we've, 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 this over progressiveness, this over, mm. we've, um, we've, we've come so far as a society that it's like, you know, what more is there than to topple? You know, it's yeah. like, like we're like, I get it. Like there's always shit to work on. Right. Like, and, but yeah. I think that's more on a local level. Like I don't, I don't feel like obviously, and, oh, this is, this, this, this kind of sums it all up. The funniest shit I saw recently was Kamala Harris saying systemic racism. Like you're the system. You of are course. the so so. What is this? Joe, whole Biden, talk Joe of? Biden's been the system for fifty years. So, but but, but how do, how do they get away with saying something like that when it's like systemic? Okay, system is the word in there. Mm -hmm. Your racist neighbor isn't the system. Mm -hmm. I understand. I understand. Maybe you might run into a scenario where uh, a racist guy won't hire you for a job. How often do you run into that versus the laws and policies that the system may or may not be implementing? So it's like we write it off because we hear these cool things. Not me. We write it off because we, we heard our candidates say system, you know, and it's like you're the you were a top cop in Cali. Dude, like it's the, the system. The, the words systemic, structural and institutional just annoy me. Yep. Like those three words, people think they sound super smart when they say them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And they are unsolvable. Yep. Right. They're just like it's, it's a ghost when someone just says, oh, you know, structural racism, institutional racism system. And you're like, OK, let's be specific here. Like what's yeah, and they, they can't be specific. Right. Because if you, <laughs> get specific, you might solve the rest of the problems, you know, no. it's like you, it's like once again, you won't if you solve the problem, not only might you lose voters, you're going to lose donations. You're going to lose uh, uh, um, certain people that you might be needing for whatever uh, uh, policy, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And all these policies, whether it is left or right, there's kickbacks, there's there's dirty money being moved around. So it's like they need they need, you know, uh, all these things to exist in yes. order for. Why do we need a billion dollars to go study starfish in the ocean? You know, and it's it's like, oh well, uh, we spent uh, ten percent of it, and ninety percent of it went to over here. You know, the gas was expensive, and we ate steak dinners. And it's like, you know, like you said, I don't, I don't, I don't see us waking up every any day and and seeing institutional or systemical or all that being solved because whatever is left of any of these problems is is everyone's bread and butter like that's that's these people's last bit of bread mm -hmm. and butter bro it's like once you solve something like you said imagine so i'm a i'm i'm, I'm a jew so you we have the anti-defamation right adl then you have um you have the naacp and then you have blm and once again maybe i don't know i don't i haven't done my research to like when they popped up out of nowhere was there good intentions i don't know i hope so like but it's like then it gets hijacked by corporations mm -hmm. and, and companies and corrupt politicians and and they siphon money and funnel it back through and they start laundering and watch and it's just like 
you know, I like to think that a lot of these things were started with good intentions and it just got, you know, it just got hijacked, but it's like, it's just so sad and depressing to see, oh, I actually didn't check. It's today, July, today's July 1st. Did all the companies change their AVI from the gay flag yet? I actually <laughs> some, wanted to. So, some of them have changed it. Some of them have still got it. There you go, bro. They waited till midnight to change that. They're like, oh, thank God we got all this, this gay money now. And it's like, I was having this conversation the other day and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you have the answer out there. When you raise like trillions for for any company, whether it's BLM, whether it's LGBTQ community, like what is the money for? Because if if I were if I were to raise money for like an extinct animal, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm helping breed this animal. So like, does anyone ever know, or is it just like, oh, I feel guilty. Let me throw money at this, and I feel better. Like, do, is there an answer that maybe you've come across where this Man, money? It's, goes? it's just a racket, dude. It's just a racket. I mean. You see, I mean, you see how much wealth has been created by some of these people, whether you're looking yep. at, you know, politicians, people in media, activism, right? Like, how are some of these politicians, I mean, in the States, I mean, how are some of those politicians like decamillionaires, right? Yeah. Your, 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 your highest salary ever has been like, I don't know, 150, 200 Correct. grand yep, yep. and you're worth $50 million. Someone, someone explain that one to me, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same as, you know, I'm a, you know, we both believe in God, but it's like when you get these pastors, it's like, how are you a pastor with a hundred million dollar net worth? You right? show up, you show up in a hundred thousand dollar car, you know, yeah. you got the collection plate going around. You're saying, oh, you're repent for your sins, put in money or you're going to hell. Put in the money, man. Yeah. And you know, there are certain like, man, I'm, I'm a capitalist and there are certain businesses where it's like, man, go, go make your money. But if you are an ultra wealthy career politician or pastor and maybe i'll throw an activist maybe i'll do those three then you are shady (laughs) like because number one you're not meant to get into those fields to make money and and secondly like they're not supposed to be lucrative fields so you are obviously you're 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 lobbying and you're getting donations from certain places and you're embezzling funds you're doing something shady to get wealthy in those areas you know when you've got people being paid fifty thousand dollars to deliver a one-hour speech on white dismantling white supremacy in the uh heteronormative uh through a queer lens and heteronormative i'm I'm just like you people are if you want to use the term grifters i'm like these are these are the grifters (laughs) it's strange man It's, it's it's a strange time man it's very I don't know, man. It's like it's biblical, right? You said it at the beginning of you said it at the beginning of this, where it feels like good is evil, evil is good, up is down, down is up. It just I don't know if it's always been like this. And and um, you know, we got what is it, blue pill? Which was the one Neo took? The blue pill in, in Matrix? I think it was uh, the blue took, pill. Didn't he take the red? I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll look yeah. it up. I, I, the, I, the, red, the red wakes you up. Okay, so that's it. So the red yeah. wakes you up. All right, so it's like once you get like, you know, what once you wake up. It's like you can't unsee that, you know, and and this conversation we're having about top dogs at, at, at uh, you know, at, at, at the BLM, you know, levels at the top levels. It mm. makes me sound like a racist because I'm white. <laughs> it makes me and you sound homophobic because we're not gay. But it's like, yo, hey, I actually I'm not even one of them dudes who's like, oh, you could be gay, but don't be gay around me. Nah, bro. Be gay around me. Cool. You know, like <laughs> I want you to get married. If that's your truth, live your truth. I literally am fine with it. You know, I'm not like if you talk to some of them, some of them older heads or some of them Bible thumping dudes, it's 
like it's like you know you're well you could be gay but you're going to hell like to me i'm the type of dude i live my truths i live by i try to live by by the ten commandments but i also in my in my perspective like like in my respect do your thing your life is not my life my life is not your life and and we'll see we'll see at the end where we go you know it is what it is man i believe in god i live the way i want to live i am actually i not only am i am i not like just uh, blind to how you want to live i am happy for how you want to live you feel what i'm saying mm-hmm. and you don't hear that a lot from uh from anyone who votes conservatively because i'm not a republican i'm not a conservative i'm not a democrat mm-hmm. i'm not a liberal i'm not a, i'm a human bro like if if tosi gabbard ran i'm happy to vote for her i don't care you know as long as you're not trying to cancel the police as long as you're not trying to abolish the military <laughs> as long as like bro like I, I said I said it in um in the homie Mises' album, bro. I I want to just like say these words one time because it's some of the can I can I just say some quick words the, the go rap ahead, shit? Man, go ahead. It was like um I love America that don't make me racist. All I see is blue faces, money. I just want everybody to live long and generational wealth for all races. I guess because I'm a straight white male, they don't want me to say shit. Why is it cool to hate America now? Honestly, I can't take it. Hey, corporations just using you, pretending they down with the culture. You racist if you don't hate the police and don't disrespect all the soldiers. Mayweather versus McGregor, Americans rooting for Ireland. Tell me where the hell we all went wrong. Honestly, it's so tiring. Go to any other country, they repping the team and repping the land. I am not mad if you taking a knee as long as you taking a stand. We could work together toward a common goal with somebody that you don't like. I still love America. Even if somebody else doesn't, they call me a kike. And that's what I say right there. It's like one of those things where they try to tell me, oh, you're Jewish. How could you vote? There might be a Nazi on that side. And I'm like, well, if I vote left too, there's a Nazi there. <laughs> it's like, yo, like I might vote right because may- what about Hasidic Jews? Over it's like you can't vote based on identity. You can't vote no. just because you're gay this way. Maybe maybe thirty years ago, maybe there like you said, maybe tons and tons of Republicans were anti anti gay marriage. But it's like, and I don't know how many states you can you can get married in as you're gay. I I hope it's all fifty. You know, I might be pissing off a lot of Bible thumping conservatives right now. But once again, that's not my point. Like my point is to to look at shit as a gray area everywhere. Everything has a gray area, man. And it's like I don't know what more. Like when I'm me, right? When someone like me is, I used to do it. When I when someone like me has to tiptoe around words, you know we've come we've up as a society because <laughs> because i i made a song called it's all love it's all love y'all my sisters y'all my brothers doesn't matter your religion or your color it was it was lesbians kissing it was a bro because i believe that shit. like i am for progressing as society i am for letting people individually live their lives but that's a what conservative thing to like accountability letting people live how they want like, i don't it shit has shifted bro it's so weird where it's well, like it dude it's it, you know, the the political spectrum, what do they call it? The horseshoe theory, right? I call it like, uh, you know, it's, it's like Pac-Man. You know, if you go all the way to the left side of the screen, you pop out on the far right. Yeah, all yeah. the way to the far right, yeah, you pop out on good, the... That's great. Right, right. It, it's like that. I mean, the far left and the far right are far more similar Correct. to each other than they are than um, they are to moderate conservatives or moderate liberals. Moderate conservatives and moderate liberals and centrists yeah. tend to be, you know... The, the differences are, are pretty are pretty slight. They tend to Correct. be quite libertarian leaning Correct. and pretty laissez faire. You know, I have my views on things, but generally, you know, if you're not hurting other people, do what you want to do. You know, I may feel some way about it and I may not approve, but I'm not going to try to use the force. I'm not going to try to use the government gun 
to to right. stop you. Whereas people on the far left and the far right, not just now, but historically, right? Whether yeah. you're talking Nazism, communism, fascism, yeah. right? Like they're willing to use the force Correct. of Anything. the state. It's yeah. not enough for me to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's not enough for me to get vaccinated. Vax. I want to. I want the state to compel you to get vaccinated. It's not enough for me to stay at home. I want you to shut down your business yep. and I want you to be forced to do this and to do that. And most, you know, those people in the middle, you know, whether you're conservative leaning, uh, liberal leaning, we're, we're kind of like, yo, no, like you, if you want to do it, like, go ahead. I'm not going to, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to kick you out of my friend circle because you voted a way I don't like, or because yep. you, I mean, Come on, man. People are literally losing friendships and family members over whether oh, or yeah. not they get whether or not they get vaccinated, whether yeah. or who people voted for Trump. Oh, my niece voted for Trump. And now um, or oh, my, my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't seen my parents in four years because they voted for Trump. I'm just like, guys, man, like what? the? Heck that's, that's, that's when the government <laughs> wins, bro. That's when the government wins, when it's like. I had two neighbors. This is a perfect example. Or okay. uh, two, two people, two, two. Uh, it was a couple, a gay couple, and they lived next to me, and uh, we were friendly with them before they moved. One was a Trump supporter, believe it or not, and one was a uh, uh, you know liberal, classically a liberal, and they literally almost broke up from politics. And I'm like, are isn't that the exact definition? You are a gay couple, <laughs> you know. People traditionally think you have to be left or far left because, you know, traditionally, historically, whatever, whatever. And it's like y'all almost broke up because of your of your coaches that you're rooting for mm. that 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 right now, especially in certain states, aren't going to play little to any role in your life or identity. So it's like, you know, they didn't break up whether that's right or wrong. I don't know. I don't know them well enough. But to me, it just felt like such a, a unicorn where it was like people don't believe that a gay conservative exists, you know, or a black conservative. What really turned me off, and 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 I voted, um, I voted liberally, you know, I'm only 27, but the first two times I was able to vote left, um, one time right, and it was like this just really turned me off recently when when I heard Biden say the whole, you know, if you ain't black, you know, you're you're, you're not black if you vote for Trump, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't believe that that like that went over so many people's heads or just they ignored it because it really wasn't like buried from the media. It was no. it was a, it was in a lot of places, and 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 one more was like, oh, we're here safe today because a black woman stalking shelves, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it to me. Has Trump and said then, dumb shit? And, and Absolutely. then he said, un, unlike, dude, there's no question that Joe oh, Biden yeah. has, there's no question that Joe Biden has made more directly. And Correct. You, can, you can't name me a single directly anti-black statement Trump has made. The the one that I heard, because I watched the whole thing that CNN put out, because I was like, okay, maybe I missed something. Let me hear mm-hmm. it. And the only thing I've ever heard from Trump was cringy. It was never like directly. It was like, hey, look at my African-American over there. And I'm like, yes. all right. I'm like, that's cringe, but he's an old man. You know, it is what it is. It's not racist. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. And it's not like the stuff Biden said, even just the last year. And then when he was saying, you know, unlike the black American community, the Latino community is actually very diverse. diverse. And they th- I was like, dude, man, come you, on. <laughs> you, you, you were about to say it. You were about to say it a second ago. Come you said on. poor kids are just as smart as white, as white kids. kids. Dude. And then, I mean, if you go back further decades ago, I mean, because, you know, he opposed uh, know, some I of the integration. Yeah. 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 And he was, you know, saying, I don't want my kids growing up in a racial jungle. Racial jungle. I mean, bro, come on. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'm like, I'm not saying you have to love Trump, but don't start telling me that Trump hates black people. And then you're like, yeah, so go vote Biden. I'm like, guys, go on. That's that's my, so like I say this all the time and people are going to, you know, if if people, 
their minds are made up. If they want to hate you or hate me, they already found a clip to hate us, right? Like mm. that's it. Their minds are made up. But it's like my job is not to make someone vote a certain way. I don't care. My job is to wake you up to the hypocrisies of your favorite celebrity lying to you, talking about go sign up for votes because somebody paid me to do it that you don't know about, you know, or mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or or hanging on to every word of, of this media because you believe it. It's like I just want to point out the hypocrisies of 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 how they treat mostly a conservative president versus a liberal president because of the media because of facebook because of twitter it just upsets me to see it like like just keep that same energy as the kids yes. say nowadays you know it's yeah. like imagine a trump kid a text leaking with with the n-word talking about the n-word like hunter biden had oh, recently. God. dude man the just double standards that. are insane the just double standards imagine that bro that would have been front page my mom would have been texting me did you see what don trump mm-hmm. jr said mm-hmm. and that that's what upsets me is like like it's not my take or call, you know, it's Hunter Biden, it's his kid, it's his, if you're mad about it, get mad about it, whatever it is what it is, but imagine like you said, imagine the, that shit being on the on the on the shoe being on the dude, other foot. Dude, imagine if Trump supporters had set up an autonomous zone in a major American city for 2 weeks <laughs> and were guarding the weapons. And dude, like with all of this stuff, because I'm, I'm not even in the U.S., right? So I don't I literally don't have a dog in the fight. Sure. I'm naturally more right leaning. Right. But I'm just looking at stuff and I'm like, yo, if this was happening with right wingers, they, they would. Dude, it might, like we're going to oh, set up. An, <laughs> we're going to just let me, let me explain <laughs> to you that even like. I got pulled out of the matrix, but even yeah. that little bit of programming I still have within me, like I just got scared from what you said because like <laughs> it just feels scarier to me. You know what I mean? It's like, but that's 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 the problem. I want to I want to bring it home, you know, full circle to what I said earlier, where it's like, I don't know if this was programming, if it was my household, if it was the media, but it was like, you know, when I got to like my teenage years and recent times, if I saw it, well, first of all, let me show you how much of a difference it is now. You know, I'm I'm going, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm out here, bro. But let me show you, that wouldn't have happened a year or two years ago because I thought anyone who supported America was, uh, they hated indigenous people and they were, <laughs> they were racist, white redneck Republicans. And I just got to the point where I was like, wait a minute. You know, I saw Jorge Masvidal, a Cuban American coming out with the American flag, not the Cuban flag coming mm. out with the, it's like, and, and then I got some homies from Venezuela, Colombia, and I go to their house and they got crosses and American flags. And I'm like, when I go to all my white homies house, they're like, burn it down. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm like, this is backward, bro. Where it's like, I go to my black homies house and it's like, they grew up in the church and it's like, they might not vote conservatively because of, for whatever reason, whatever policies or whatever programming or whatever happened along mm-hmm. the way, they're free to vote how they want. But I realize like they're, they're more conservative, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, I go to like, not to play identity politics, but literally I have in the last two or three years, I have more Asian, uh, Hispanic, black friends because they appreciate America more than third, fourth, fifth generation white kids I know. You yes. know, are they probably liberal? I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, I, if I have to, if, or let's not even call them liberal. Let's call them whatever you call them over there, you know, on the other yeah. side. <laughs> like you said, the Pac Man left, the side over yeah. there. You know? <laughs> Pronoun left. Let's hope that they run to, you know, through the wall. And they come mm-hmm. back on the other side. I don't know, man. But that's not my goal. I don't want you to vote right or left. I want mm-hmm. you to wake up to the to the mainstream narrative, to the hypocrisies. I want you to wake up to the fact that your favorite celebrity is hiding the fact that he believes a certain thing just to keep his job in Hollywood mm-hmm. or her job. The G- bro, the, the 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 Biden that he said that people slept on, seeing Gina Carano get fired, that shit hit me because mm-hmm. these are all like 
normal things that were normal five, 10 years ago that people would have got frustrated with or not frustrated with, depending on, you know, the circumstance. And that Gina one hit me hard because don't we always talk about women need to be like, look at feminism. Women need to be fighters. Okay. Well, here's a fighter. She actually beats women for a living. She's a fighter. But that's not good enough because she said that there was election fraud. Oh, we got to fire her, you know. And she said one thing about uh, uh, the Holocaust, which eighty other people have been comparing the Holocaust to everything mm-hmm, lately. Mm-hmm. So it's and, like, and and you you proved the point she was making by the way you treated her because she was talking point. about people being demonized yep. for their views or for who they are. She was and she's not she's not directly say. I mean, I don't know if it's. It, the thing is, it's really hard to tell the difference these days between malice and stupidity. Oh, 100%. Right? Sometimes I'm like, stupidity. yeah, sometimes I'm like, are you people just so dumb that you literally thought she was like making some comment about Jews? Like what she, what she said actually had nothing to do with Jews no, and the Holocaust. Real, no, no, right? It's it's like a metaphor. Correct. And you're there. I'm like, are you are you being maliciously dumb or are you actually that dumb? I think tons and tons of people are still, and I'm realizing because when, once again, you know, when, when I'm on the brink of tiptoeing around words, we've come too far. So then I realized, wait a minute, I'm not racist. I'm not homophobic. I'm not sexist. I'm not any of these things. So I'm like, I should probably just say what I want. You know, it's like, I should probably just have an open conversation with anybody. Um, If I'm insensitive, I'm sorry. If I come across as tone deaf, I apologize. Will I change my ways? No. You know, I'm going to keep talking and having conversations because when the conversation stops, that's when we're in trouble. You know, when, when we start and canceling isn't real, by the way, canceling is like an alien, right? Like we know it probably exists, but it's like, you know, like, will we see them? Uh, Not really. They're not really real in the physical world. So Mm. we cancel Gina Carano. She's still a millionaire. She, she, I see her taking vacations and shooting guns whenever she wants and flying in helicopters. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait to be canceled, bro. It's like, if I get an early retirement and tons of money and it's like, and I get a deal with Daily Wire, okay, mm-hmm. oh, it sounds great. Like, and, and the thing that the, the Gina thing was sad. I still need to get her on uh, on this show, actually, because she's so sweet, too, man. She's she's she seems nice. She's bro, so let nice. Me, let me reiterate that. So we have a woman who beats. She's an actual warrior. We have a woman <laughs> who most likely supports all walks of life, you know? She still will put on a dress and act a, 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 a whatever kind of a, a woman, womanly you want. So she's giving you every form of anything. And you still, it's not enough because it doesn't agree with you politically. It's like, it doesn't make sense, bro. How about she pointed it out or somebody else did. The Pedro Pascal guy was was was, was comparing uh, the kids in cages to the Holocaust. And it's like, he didn't get fired because it was, mm. anti, it was anti-right. And you know, you know the photo that he posted on that was, was not even Syria. from. It was yeah. like Syria. <laughs> it's oh man, there's oh, there's too many layers to this, man. There's, there's too so many, many bro. Layers. We can talk yeah. for hours, bro. It's like <laughs> it's just deception, man. I think that's the thing. Like we're both we we both. I I get the feel we're both people who just want to know the truth. Correct. We want we want to know the truth for ourselves, and then we want other people Correct. to know the truth. So when people are when these talking heads are on TV and they're lying to you about uh, politics or about this whole COVID situation or about this or that, like we're not here trying to dictate to anyone. Like, look, you must believe this and you must do this and that. It's just like, bro, you're being manipulated, right? And you're it's being crazy manipulated. If you say that to somebody, you look like 
you know, like you, like like Joe Rogan said to you again, there's no middle ground. You're some QAnon alt right. <laughs> you know, it's like there's no like there's no. It's it's so great. Like when you just have that conversation where somebody is like, okay, you know, I'll look into it. Like how mm. it doesn't happen as often as it should, but it's been happening a lot for me lately. I think tons and tons of people. I think this is the great awakening, right? People have been saying that term for so long, where it's like, once again, if someone like me is willing to fly an American flag because I know. I'm not who I thought it represented, right? Mm. Listen to listen to the rap that I said in it. Like, I don't care if you're taking a knee as long as you're taking a stand. So it's like, if your intentions are good, that's how I judge people. I don't even, I, I don't judge you on your words and I try not to even judge you on your actions if it's a mistake or if it comes across as different. I judge you on your intentions. If it's mm. constantly, if your intentions are good and you constantly are doing weird <laughs> then I realize it, your intentions are, are irrelevant. But if your intentions were good, if I know your heart, if I know you're not racist, if I know you're not homophobic, if I know you, then like, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a second chance. I'm not going to give you three and four and five chances, but that's what I think society needs more of. It's funny. The left always talks about empathy, empathy, sympathy, hearts, 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 love, love, love. But it's like, as soon as something doesn't fit the agenda, like you're trying to put that, that square into that circle, it's like, nah, f- this person, cancel that person. I hate this person. It's like, is weird to me man hey man you're, you're talking to one of the few openly black conservative people in like the entertainment world i know it's growing but i i i'm not someone who's like shifted like i've been there i've been there like for for a long time so i i i mean i yeah i i could some of the stuff i've received and had sent to me like for oh, sure. the past 15 years or whatever like it's uh it's heavy. I think it's even worse in the States. I mean, a lot of it comes from oh, the yeah. States. Oh, yeah, bro. I've, but, I've, um, I've, it's crazy. I, I, that's 100% true. When I talk to any of my homies from, from England or France or Canada, like traditionally – it might be more or less liberal, but it's still less tribal. It's like, it's not, it's not that, that way we talked about it, where it's like, I can pinpoint who voted which way in mm, public mm. because of how they drive and what they drive. And although you can do that, if you have a Prius <laughs> and there's a Biden thing on it, if you got a big truck and American flag, I know who you voted for. You feel me? It's like, I'm not an yeah. idiot. Like, you know, if I'm handing out flyers to my freedom festival, I'm not going to put it on your Prius with the Biden sticker on it. Cause I know you're not going to, you know, it's going to be a waste of my flyer. You know, it's like, although sometimes it changes and you know like that's the best though isn't it i i love it when you get those pleasant surprises 100 percent. i I, I do love that i I love it when online or offline when you're like like sometimes you're and and you know and it's a it's a shame that those i mean because they are prejudices right and it's a shame that that should even exist but sometimes it's you know it's like if i'm on twitter and you know i come across the oh gosh this guy's got blm and pronouns in his bio you already know which way he and, votes. He's, and he's wearing and he's wearing a mask in his profile yeah, photo yeah. Uh, this is not going to be a conducive conversation Bro, is it you know isn't that weird how we think that way where it's like i know if like i don't i don't want to think this way i want to i want exactly. to untwist it, but you, but you know when you see somebody like taking the shot in their profile picture i'm like i know <laughs> you hate you, you it sucks that we think that way and and like you said it's yeah. a pleasant surprise i think it's important for celebrities you know whether whether it's a list to to d list and everything in between i think it's important for the kanye west the elon musk to like 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 a conservative might drive a Tesla because it's cool. They don't yeah. want to drive a Prius. So maybe we're going to shake these stigmas of of conservatives hate the environment and don't believe in it. It's like, yo, <laughs> I love is, animals. I love trees. <laughs> of course. Of course. The, the thing the thing is, it's like those here, – here, there's, there's multiple issues. I think one thing is when someone says the word conservative, at least in the USA, I think it's different Correct. here in the UK. Yeah, yeah. In the USA, I think people still think like 1950s conservative. 
right? 100%. So, so, so many people, when they say this thing of like, oh, you know, conservatives like being racist or being, I'm like, what are you even talking about? Like, do you know any actual, like, do you actually talk to people? Like, How, are you, yeah, are, exactly. right? Like all of these boogeymen, oh, white supremacy and I'm like, how many people are freaking white supremacists in 2021, bro? Like, it's not a popular, it's not some popular position. Yeah. If someone in the Republican party, um, you know, expressed actual white supremacist view, they will be condemned by 100%. everyone. Like people disassociate themselves. They're like, no, because they I don't. know. Yep. No. Did who, how many, how many people defended the, those Charlottesville people? Nobody, not many. Not nobody many. defended Ex- no. except, except for the fake Trump clips that spread around. <laughs> right. There's good people on both sides. Well, not the terrible Holocaust Nazi. Uh, yeah, let, let's let's, oh, let's no, cut let's, it there. Let's cut it let's there. Let's cut that one out. Let's just say that those were great people. Those were great people. It's like, Dude, like, like, no, that that's the thing, right? So you'll say, oh, give me an example. And that people are, oh, well, it's Charlottesville. I'm like, bro, everybody condemned Charlottesville. And it was Correct. a couple hundred people in a country of 330 million. Like, I think at the peak, I mean, at its peak, the KKK had like, I don't know, like, tw- I don't know, let me not, let me not get the number wrong, but it was something like they had like 10%. Something like ten percent of white Americans used to be like members of the wow. KKK. It was like, right? it was like yeah. some some stupidly high number, right? And you you used to have like actual white supremacist politicians, both oh, of course in, in both parties, especially in the Democratic Party, like open white supremacist candidates. You didn't, you didn't have to hide it. Yeah, that no, was, that no, was a no, right? To run on. People supported that. <laughs> it was a whole platform, right? And I'm just like, guys, like that that's gone. Thank God that has gone. So, firstly, can we take a moment to celebrate that? and be like actually well done well done in the past 60 years certainly past 100 years we've come a really really long way so can we take a moment to appreciate that before we burn everything down and call everything isms and phobics can we celebrate that and then can we like just be a little more nuanced here and not take the most extreme view of every like i've never met I've literally, I've never met a white supremacist. I know a lot of conservative people. I'm, I'm followed by, I've never come, I've never met a white supremacist. I've never met a conservative person who hates the environment and who, who's advocating to pump pollution into the ocean. <laughs> and that we should, so it's like, there's these super villains sort of straw yeah, men that are created. I'm like, right. that doesn't describe anybody. And tons of money is raised that way. Do you know how many, if you sign up for a Biden text and you sign up for a Trump text, how many times they both say, we're getting scared of the other side. Like we're mm. worrying right now. And it's like, like, first of all, that's a strange thing to send out to your supporters that you're worrying. But now I psychologically break it down. Okay, Nancy Pelosi, you want money. Okay, Donald Trump's nephew that somehow got a hold of the text messages. You want money too. You know, it's like we we, 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 we start these soccer wars, these big matches between this country and this country, right? But it's in the States. And it's like between these teams. My brother sent me some and he was like, um, the, the, the United, it's probably everywhere, but the United States government, the way we govern things and the way we, we, we look at things is like, um, where we have KFC and I, I don't know what was the other one, Popeyes. We have, we, we started a, a funny war on Twitter, but they're owned by the same parent company. So it's like, <laughs> that's what it is, bro. There's tons of money being funneled through these people that once again, they might vote left or they might vote right because they might, you know, agree with a few things here or there, but they're going to sit down. There was a funny South Park episode years ago. It was like with Obama and George Bush and everybody, and they all were hating each other all episode. And at the end of the episode, they got in their jet and they did some big heist and they're like, yes. <laughs> and they all just high five. And that's how it feels to me, man. It's like, am I some super duper libertarian? No. Am I, am I some super duper centrist? No. Like, you know, I, I might lean right if, if, mm. if the way the culture is, is right now, if this shit shifts back to a little bit more 
classically liberal, maybe a li- mm. whatever it is, depending on who's running. But, but but to me, that's how I feel, man. It's like they 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 pin us against each other and they raise trillions and trillions of dollars and they send it around to their friends. And you and me are still broke as shit. The only difference is you don't talk to your mom now and I don't talk to my sister and we don't talk to each other because you hated Trump and I hated Biden and he hated Tulsi Gabbard and you hated uh, the, uh, the guy who uh, uh, the mayor Giuliani. It's like yeah. it's just so stupid to it's, me. man. It's it's wild because it's all manufactured. Mm-hmm. It's all manufactured. Same and if it's di- not, it becomes manufactured. Yes. If it started organically, then someone grabs a hold of it. And now we have manufactured chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like the, so. The the media painted – so what happened with Trump was really fascinating to me, especially because Donald Trump has been extraordinarily popular for several decades. Yeah, He's not yeah. someone who was new to the public eye. Yeah, he eye. didn't just come out of nowhere. So, so like I'm like, wait, so when did he become this evil white supremacist, Super villain, yep. racist person, right? Like just in 2015, all of a sudden – I mean he used to go on The View and he'd be sitting there with – uh, you know, like Whoopi and all of them. Yeah. And then, you know, he was going on all these TV shows and talk shows and he he was popular in hip hop. Yeah. He was, he was very popular in hip hop. All of a sudden the rappers are F Donald Trump and he's racist and he's white. And I'm like, guys, you are all being played. Like you've think about all rappers, been played by the media. Think about rappers. Like my homie had a story and it was the funniest story. Um, he's a conservative rapper. I'm not going to name names because it's people's jobs to Come okay. out when they when they want. That's okay. <laughs> right. So he was in a studio with Corrupt, and Corrupt is an OG rapper, an actual pimp. Like I'm talking about pimped women for a living. Like before rap. Like I'm not condoning it. I mean, I'm I'm not accepting it or you know I should condone it. That's not great. But it's my point is this, <laughs> this is an actual pimp who was a rapper, and somehow he got twisted. Like I would equate, I would equivalent Donald Trump as the pimp of politicians, right? I'm not going to say he's pimping women. He's a billionaire. He, he he rocks he rocks extremely expensive clothes. He is what rappers traditionally a lot of these pimp rappers and these guys want and looked up to and thought about it. how where did the culture shift that it's like now you're saying like it's almost it almost feels anti-NWA. It mm. almost feels like pro-establishment. And I'm not saying Trump was anti-establishment. There's a few things that that don't align themselves with that in recent times, right? Yeah. More than any president, in my opinion, yes, 100%. You can't get that perfect. No one's he, going to get he, the- he's, he's not who they wanted. He was not exactly. their chosen one. No, exactly. <laughs> not you're, you're not, And you're not going to get the, the anti-vaxxer, anti-masker, full-on QAnon president that a lot of people that a lot of people on the right, it's not going to happen, right? It's not, it's, not a, it's not a biggest platform to run on yet. Not People are not ready for some- like that but to me it felt weird when he told me he was in the studio with corrupt and a bunch of these old head like once again literal pimp rappers and and it was the night of the election and it was between hillary and trump it was the first first go around and they were all freaking the fuck out i can't believe he won blah 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 and he's like sitting there not telling anybody he voted trump and shit and then it's like (laughs) i couldn't i couldn't believe this story because it just didn't add up to me where it's like you would think that it's it's not a it's not a, a like like Kanye coming out wearing a MAGA hat and doing all you would I would have thought I would have guessed you know that that wouldn't have been an anomaly a weird thing to do mm. based on the history of rap or the history of culture or the history of mm. but that just shows you that it, it it as soon as the talking heads switch it's a rap I was telling my mom about like once again this matrix world that we live in and I've been trying to tell her for a while but she didn't believe me until Bill Maher said it you know it's like 
These people don't, you don't believe your son telling you something who's on the internet, who sees what's going on between classic liberals, classic Republicans, Gen Zers, Gen Xers, Gen whatever it is. So you waited for somebody that, that, that has val- that validation to you something, you know, all of a sudden Bill Maher is not that popular with the left because he's also calling out the left. He didn't stop talking shit about Trump or stop. So he says something like, why can't we give Britney, you know, the, the, her rights to her music and money? We let a nut job run the, the U S for four years. And I'm like, okay, I understand the joke. It's funny. You know, if you voted Trump, you could still laugh at it. If, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. if you love Trump to death, you might hate Bill Maher for that statement. <laughs> but same concept. What happened with the left? You know, he started talking more about these people and the media yeah. and, and just the hypocrisy and the corruption. And it's good to know that there's still some some of these talking heads that are willing to call out that regardless if they lose viewers, audience, like if you notice that shift, it's funny because I see tons of conservatives being like, go Bill Maher, you know, yeah. and his his job is like mine. His job is not to to pander to more conservatives. His job is to just be like, stop being an idiot over here. Stop being an idiot. And let's recognize that, you know, we have some similarities, you know? Yeah, it's it's just in- integrity, you know, man. Like people are going to have their different views and opinions. You know, like something to me that's a gigantic red flag is a complete unwillingness to call out the radicalism on your own side if and Correct. when it pops up. And, and, you know, call out those mistakes and say, actually, wait, no. That's bad. And and again, this happens, you know, like, uh, I I don't know, like, for example, the whole Antifa thing. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, why won't anyone prominent on the left condemn Antifa? Right. Like, remember, Joe Biden said, it's just an idea. It's a, it's I'm like, a bro, come on, man. And people are there I'm like, you guys, you're not going to pretend to me that the Proud Boys have caused more damage than Antifa have. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, man. Years, I mean, you already, you already like, know why, on, but. It's like it comes down to, you know, there's there's extremes on both sides, of course. But once again, there's a mainstream extreme Mm. uh, that's on the left. That's cool and okay and accepted. But as soon as that divide happens, you know, where the AOCs and the Ilan Omars, as soon as because they hate like the neoliberalists, like they they hate like the, Mm. the guys that are still classic liberals and still a little bit right leaning and centrist leaning whatever it is and it's like as soon as as soon as people recognize the split and the difference within that party there's going to be a socialist party then a liberal party then a the, what we normally have libertarian and but mm. the right you know that radicalism isn't as widespread or mainstream as media wants you to believe because there's no, no. You know, is it popping up? Sure. Like there's no conservative Hollywood. There's no conservative uh, athletes getting together and kicking in and talking like it's one thing to speak out and be vocal about whatever. Right. That's cool. But it's not this powerhouse of of what the left has become when it comes to culture. Like left controls a lot of the culture. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They control a lot. of, And anyone who isn't a part of it just sh- shuts up. It, you know, it's, it's, why like, I, it's, it's actually why I always chuckle when people talk, talk about the institutions and the structures and the systems. I'm like, bro, you own all of them. So if the systems and the stru- if the systems and the institutions are are racist and sexist and this and that, I'm like, well, you ru- you you own Hollywood. You own the majority of the media. You are now running the political system. Uh-huh. Like, you you know, may- maybe with the exceptions of things like the police and the military, like these institutions are like we know which direction they're leaning i mean they've all had rainbow flags all over everything for the past month for for goodness sake <laughs> that so, reminds me bro it's 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 as as a jew as a uh you know as a white man as a whatever whatever i am <laughs> right whatever 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 i am to me the most recent funny one i saw 
was when the, uh, which has gone on historically, but the whole Palestine Israel conflict, the, the oh, most right. recent, the most recent one, it was funny to me to see queers for Palestine. I'm like, you know, they just killed a gay man. They kill a gay man every day, but, Dude. but, I know you can go to Israel, and I'm not saying this or that, but you can go to Israel and hold hands with your significant other. They might be more Bible-thumping and not agree with it, but you're not going to get slaughtered on the streets. I could walk around in underwear in skates, you know, and, and, I, and I have great, extreme, immense respect for my, my Muslim fans, my Arab fans, my, the people who live in Gaza, my Israel fans, 100%. You know what I mean? Do I feel an extreme connectivity to, to, to the Israel homeland? Not as much as, as, as a lot of other Jews. Do I absolutely respect Israel? 100%. Do I absolutely respect Judaism? 100%. Am I willing to fold and, and lose fans and money? Uh, like, to a degree, absolutely. Like, like for this conversation, does this mean I'm, I'm anti-Palestine? No, of course not. It's no. so wild to me where it's like, as soon as you tiptoe, you already are done. You mm -hmm. already are done. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's why I started walking the line. You feel what I'm saying? It's like gay, gays for Palestine. What are you talking about? Or, or, or. <laughs> Gigi uh, Hadid uh, is talking about, oh, we're going to go protest in the, in the Upper East Side in New York. I'm like, well, you're wearing, you know, you're wearing, you know, what's normal and acceptable in, in America. Go try that over there. You know, like some girl said that, you know, uh, Bill Maher said it. He said, um, you, you would be running to Israel so fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, it's just facts, bro. Like, does yeah. that justify the war crimes? And that, of course not. I said some in, um, in, um, the Marine rappers, uh, uh, song that's coming out soon and it was like I just said it the other day so I forgot it but it was along the lines of like you know just because I support the troops doesn't mean I'm supporting the war just because I'm supporting the country doesn't mean I'm supporting the gore mm -hmm. it's like I'm supporting the flag I'm not supporting the government do, do, do you know what do you know what it is I've noticed a, a theme especially with actually quite a few things you've been saying here and it's like we live in an age where because what what you're doing a lot there right is caveating right putting caveats for everything correct Yep. Right. And you didn't used to have to do that. No, you correct. didn't. You didn't. You didn't like. You, so you've put up your your American flag and it's like, oh, but that doesn't mean I'm racist. It's like, I know. Why, so, why should someone insinuate the worst, like the worst possible interpretation I know. of what anything could be? Has there been someone who has, you know, who is a white supremacist and they put the up. A, an, the, yeah. The U.S. flag or uh, even the in, I mean, it's, it's kind of the same in England. You know, people are afraid to put up the, the British flag. Right. Because, oh, it's, you know, it could be associated with being a skinhead or something. I'm like, dude, like if people are running with the worst possible interpretation of absolutely everything, yeah, that's on them. Like Correct. you don't need to always be. It, it's the same. You know, when people talk about this uh, transgender sport issue. And they're like, oh, you know, like I'm not transphobic, and I really support the trans. I support the LGBT yeah, no, community. That's ever. what I did here all day. How, however, but I don't think that biological males. Are it's like, dude, like you don't need to. Like everyone doesn't need to keep so, creating all of I'm these wrong. cushions, you know. How, how do you feel about? <laughs> so I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree with what you're saying. I just think that it's such a pivotal point of waking people up that mm. sometimes you need to deliver it on a silver silver spoon, a silver pl a gold platter for people, where it's like if you don't like. You can't just you can't just hack at the shit and be like, wake up, you stupid idiot. You know, like, you know? <laughs> I agree with that. So I, it's like, I, I don't think it's forever. Right. I don't think mm. that these caveats that you're saying are forever. Do I expect to explain myself every step of the way? Hell no. Do I feel that it might be a, um, a healthy part of, of, of a cultural shift and the stepping stone? Mm. Maybe. I think so. I think that that just might be my nature where I, yeah. I'm a nurturer still, even yeah. though I'm a masculine <laughs> man. Right. Oh, he's a nurturer. He's, he might be feminine. Guess what? You could be both and not change <laughs> genders or have genders or whatever it is. 
I don't know, man. It's, it's, yeah. what, no, how do you it, feel about, about the tr- using that to like, uh, it's not a cushion, but to like mm. s- calmly guide you in the right direction of like. I mean, I think everyone has their own communication style. Correct. I think with me personally, my view is like, I say what I say. And then if you choose to yeah. come up with the worst possible interpretation of it, right, then that's, that's on you. And I'll also ask you like, well, why have you chosen to take it like that right like you shouldn't need to say um you know if you're explaining why you think x is a bad idea you shouldn't need to give like five caveats explaining that you're not a white supremacist and you're not uh the you don't have a picture of trump on your wall and you don't agree with everything x person it's like Nobody agrees with everything everyone says. I know. So, you know, you see that on Twitter all the time. Even people will be like, oh, you know, like, I don't normally agree with what this person says. And I'm like, it's like, dude, if if you if they say like, say Bill Maher says something that's on point, I'll just be like, yo, that's on point. I don't need to go. Oh, I'm not a liberal. And I don't like agree with Bill Maher on this and that. And I'm not this and I'm not that. But. What he said there was right. It's like, dude, I can just say, yo, he nailed that right there. Like, so good I, on I've, him. I've done a lot of, <laughs> like you said, I've done a lot of these caveats, right? These, these little cushions. But if you heard me six months ago or a year ago or two years ago, <laughs> then you would be so proud of realizing where it's just like, I'm just comfortable now, man. I'm like, proud of you, fact, man. I'm the, proud fact, of you. the fact that I'm on, which is weird again, the fact that I'm even on this, like, like, why would I ever have been scared to have a conversation openly about something like is is cancel culture real, real or are these Twitter is it Twitter bots is it media is mm, it young kids mm. that are just like upset with you like because like I've never outside of like in R Kelly I've never seen like somebody who pulled up an old tweet I've never seen someone like just like like totally disappear into an abyss like they still kept certain jobs they still have money they still have family they they have a pulse they're breathing yeah. so it's like I don't know what stopped me or stopped anybody else and this mm. this is helpful for somebody listening who might be like wow, I should just speak up and say what's on my mind. That doesn't make you a homophobe or a transphobe or a racist or, <laughs> you know, and if you say something that's tone deaf or culturally insensitive, according to somebody else, then it's your job to, to, to say, oh, I apologize or I don't, you know, like mm. once again, if, if your intentions were good and your heart was in the right place. But my question to you is what do you think like the missing connect, that missing link is for a lot of people where it's like, you know, where they're uncomfortable to just have a conversation with you like, yeah, it's it's a good question, man. I just think that what's happened is there's been a big chill across the modern Western world. There's a big chill, right? People are self-censoring. It's not like, oh, the government yes. is gigantically encroaching on free speech no. and threatening to throw. Pe- it's like uh, a combination of the social media tech giants yep. and then just the general society and culture Self, has yep. made people very afraid to give their honest opinions or even in certain circumstances say what they know Correct. to be true, right? right? Everybody knows that men shouldn't compete in women's sports. I don't believe there's a single person, even the people pushing for it. I don't believe they believe their BS. I don't believe that they believe it. I think, you know, people want to be the last one eaten. Yep. <laughs> right. right. They want to be the last person canceled. They want it. That's why I think people even engage in this. It comes from a sense of fear and cowardice of like, okay, maybe if I play along with this, they'll come for me. Last. Look, bro, you have to look at at most of the the the, the social justice movements. It's always like, if, let's talk about this trans movement. It's it's there's actually more 
white liberal straight men and and gay people yes. you know that that aren't trans that are pushing and then and politicians of course you look at blm there was more white people in my areas than black people so it's like <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> so, so let's start looking at yeah. this being like and i'm not saying you can't step up for another culture and of course you can if there's an injustice if there's a true injustice step up for this during the times of the riots jews were hand in hand with a lot of black people and it was for mm-hmm, good cause mm-hmm. and good reason i'm sure there was a lot mm-hmm. of still manipulation and, and dark money and terrible shit being you know used at every step of the way right everything becomes controlled and manufactured like we just said but it's like it's so that should that should be uh, you know uh, wake people up enough when you start looking around and realizing every movement doesn't have the people that we're talking about how about <laughs> how about the whole um, black people uh, need don't don't need ids to vote that's racist oh gosh when I, when, I, when i look at all of all around it's all white people talking about <laughs> it it's, it's, and, and, and and i talk to like like i you know let me let me not even justify that I have black friends because I have black friends. You know, yeah, yeah. wow! I thought that's I thought that was a. a, a I, I would excuse. I would ass, I would assume you do as a as a rapper, yeah. especially. I thought I thought that was an excuse for not being racist. It's like no, like <laughs> let me just justify it because for context, I asked my black friends. I was like, hey, so do you guys have ID? <laughs> They're like, yo, we we just we just went to the bar. We just got a drink. <laughs> I just picked you up to go there. What do you think I stole? The, you know, it's like yeah. it's, it's the things. I, dr- that I, dr- I drive active, a I drive a car. <laughs> the, the things that we train people to be as proactively racist, you know, are are tradition. Are whether it started out, they're racist in themselves. It's mm. like ignorance. Like if you if if you go to somebody I care about, Facebook, all the way down, it's like you must stop the Republicans because they're making it harder for Black people to vote. And I'm like, if we talk about rural areas more white people live in these rural areas. So it's like, there's just so many strange mm. scenarios. That I, I personally have never met anyone who doesn't have an ID, you no. know? And if you don't have an <laughs> or, ID- Or who can't get one. <laughs> or can't get one. And if you don't have an ID or can't get one, you can now, help, somebody will help you get one. And if you can't get an ID and someone can help you get one, you do, might- Do, you, do, you, know what's, do you know what's extra funny about that thing? Beyond the ridiculous notion that black people can't get IDs is also that no one is like- if you genuinely believe that it like the the thing should be okay let's make it easier to get ids right not not let's block let's block any law that says you should have an id check this out i'm gonna bring it full force for what you just said so uber is willing to uh, uber people to get vaccinated but they're not willing to uber people to get ids it's like ah that's strange so it's like they literally that was the thing it's like we're willing to do free rides for anyone who doesn't have a ride we're going to take you to get the vaccine Okay, so why don't we do that same movement for those black people that can't get IDs? Because they should be informed voters and legitimate voters. No, no, let's yeah. just strip the whole law away, and then now we have tons of you know uh, control over who votes and who doesn't vote. And do, do you know? Do you know what I love about the USA? There's a lot of things I love about the USA, but do you know one thing that's really interesting about the huh. USA as a foreigner is it's such an experimental country, right? So you so have new. like. Yeah, it's so new, first of all, and it's like 50 different experiments running, right? Because yeah, yeah, every, yeah, every yeah, state yeah. has, it's, yeah. it, you know, Texas is really different from, yeah. uh, you know, California. from you know, Fort Worth, Texas is really different from San Francisco, California, Absolutely. which is Absolutely. really different from New York City, A which is really different from bro. Montana. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so you can actually see, you can see all the different philosophies, how they play out and what yeah. they result in. Yep. So you can look at this one place and you're like, okay, if you run with these like 
hyper progressive policies and you know somewhere like san francisco where it's basically it's legal to camp Steel. anywhere on the street yeah. it's legal to shoplift Up it's to ba- yeah. exactly right you can see how it plays out in real life right. rather than just you know theoretically thinking yeah, about yeah, it's, it it's happening it exists yeah. and then you can be like okay actually you know what if you just make it totally legal to like, like own ar-15s and like huge like hunting right like if you just yeah. make that totally legal yeah, let's go down what, to Texas. what what happens like what yeah. happens let's run that dude dude okay okay interesting and that, that's what it's so interesting as an outsider looking in the states and you can just see because because here in the uk and most european countries it's much more one size fits all it's kind of like, you know, something comes from the top and it's just that even in this whole COVID situation, you had, you had states, you know, Florida just stayed open. Because you have the royal <laughs> right? family and then you uh-huh. still have the, the government, right? So it's like yeah. they work, they, they, it's still like, you know, it has to go down the pipeline mm-hmm. over here. Like you said, yeah. we never closed, bro. I lived a normal, did I wear a mask because I was scared because I didn't know if this was the black plague for the first, of course. What mm-hmm. am I, an idiot? I'm just going to go test my luck. Of course not. I'm a, I'm a normal, <laughs> you know, if, if even if the news does it in six months or three years or something else happens again and they're going nuts, I'm going to, I'm going to go out with a for a bit just to see just and to then, see. I'm, then i'm gonna look at the numbers and i'll be like okay i'm safe i can go top yeah. golf with three friends and i won't die you know what mm, i mean mm. it's like people are scared man i saw tons of people even in florida though who like i won't eat indoors now even though there's plexiglass separating us and i put a hole in my mask and i'm eating through it and i put tubes in my it's like it's the dumbest shit, but you're right man it's like it's totally different over here. And what's funny is if you look in a lot of those extremely progressive um, states, mm-hmm. you have an extremely higher um, overdose. You know, the numbers of overdose in San Fran were higher mm-hmm. than Corona cases for a few months, which is mm-hmm. nuts. The, let's talk about opioid epidemics. No, because uh, d- uh, Democrats and Republicans are going to lose tons of money if we actually solve that problem because yeah. big pharma is going to lose money. Um, you know, let's solve. And people always talk about um, gun control. New York and Chicago, extremely yep. liberal areas, have the worst in the states. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no solution to this shit, man. If there is a solution, it's it's. I don't want to say it's more guns, but it's like hand, you know, hand it. Bro, mm. my cousin died in a school shooting. And, yeah, I saw and, that. I'm sorry. It's uh, thank you, man. And, and and what's the answer? Um, let's get rid of all guns so this idiot can still get guns, or do mm. we give? One teacher on every floor who's trained for five years standing like this. People said, um, well, I don't want the kids to feel like it's prison or, or jail. I'm like, well, what's the alternative? Um, uh, some kid gets an AR and shoots the school mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no alternative. Let's, like, look at the UK, right? Like, let's get rid of guns. Okay, now we have to do the same thing with knives. Let's try that next. Okay, people yeah. are going to run people over with cars and bombs. It's like... The, the, man, people focus on the wrong thing. I had a tweet blow up. I think it was last year. I wrote... We keep looking for political solutions to spiritual realm problems and being surprised when it doesn't work. Correct. And I think that's what's going on, right? Guns and knives do not kill people by themselves, right? So the the focus is always on the wrong thing. And the truth is, you know, if you look at take an issue like mass shootings in the U in the USA or stabbings in the UK or USA, the the problem ultimately does not lie in the weapon. Yeah. Right. The question is, what is going on at a deeper level in society that is producing young men, especially who are so unhinged or so angry or so off kilter that they come to the conclusion that the the right thing to do. Yeah. The right. Like because because it didn't used to always happen. Right. Columbine is really when it started. So and guns were around way before Columbine. So what's different? Uh, yeah, no one wants to do that real deep dive and have those right. conversations and be like, hmm, okay, you know, 
And and you see this when politicians are asked for solutions on this, they they never have a solution. They don't because they, know. they I just, know it's, I just it's not, saw, it's not I just in their realm. They were asking Biden the same thing. What are we going to do about mass shootings? And he was like, "We need to get uh, guns out of criminals' hands." I'm like, "Was that not your policy yesterday? Like, did it wait till you came to the press conference to tell us that? What were you proactively doing mm. the day before that? That's what you came up with with the mm. announcement. But it, but it's like you said, I don't blame you for saying that because there is no answer, right? Like if we look at at, at, if we are to get rid of guns, why would we not get rid of handguns? The ones yes. that are killing way more exactly. people every day. Every you day. know, it's like like you're scared of ARs and you're scared of AKs. I am. It's an extremely mm-hmm. powerful military grade weapon. It, it looks it looks scary, but right? it's That's not the thing. it's yeah. not killing the same amount of people. Not not to mention, let's go even further. Half of those handgun shootings are suicides. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm, I, I pull half out of my ass. I'm sure it's 40 or 60 or whatever it is. Yeah, but it's like, roughly. like, why, why don't we get to, to the real point of the matter? Because, you know, um, the, uh, the NRA will lose money. Politicians will lose money. Big Pharma will lose money if we're talking about, you know, real mm-hmm. crisis. Mm-hmm. Why, like like uh, Anomaly is a big um, uh, proponent of, of talking about this. Why don't we talk about heart disease and, and 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 getting in the gym and why wasn't there uh if you get the vaccine shot you get three months free in the gym because donuts and hot and donuts yeah so and it's free like weed. this shit this shit is so <laughs> bad it, it, it's so obvious to me bro yeah. it's like you know how many things how many covid deaths you could have solved if if you were in the gym simple like i'm yep. forget obesity because there's tons of people that look like me that have heart problems and and vascular problems not only weight like it's mm-hmm. how you eat it's how you take care of yourself it's like i, I don't know man i wish Bro, people that, just wake up yeah man like they, they they don't care about us man <laughs> That's like Michael Jackson else, said. That's like what it ultimately said. comes down to, man. They don't bro, really bro, about us. There's been, there's been a treatment for for this disease all along. And if I talk about it right now on YouTube, I could have my get a strike on my channel. So that is how deep it's it runs. gotten, man. That's how deep the web is, man. But, bro, I normally do an hour and we've gone for almost hey, 85 hey, minutes. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's all good, man. I've loved this conversation. Where can listeners find you? Yes, um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that you listen to, I assume, your podcast on all the major DSPs, um, the digital streaming platforms. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I'm dropping a song in like 10 or 12 hours with the homie Crooked Eye or King Crooked. Um, he was on Eminem's album, super dope hip hop head. My homie Krishna from India. I'm always doing all these collabs between India and America, other countries. And if you live in Orlando or the Florida area and you're a, a God-fearing you know, patriot loving, you know, land loving, you know, person, you want to come out to my concert that I'm putting together with me and my team, no big promoters, no big agencies, all from my money, my pocket, Orlando, Florida, August 7th. I know mm. Zuby, you're going to be out there. Hopefully you could pull up that night. I'm going to do and, my best, um, man. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, man, uh, get tickets at onlyforthefans.com. Hit me up. Hi, Res the Rapper on any social media. I appreciate y'all. Hi, Res. Thanks for coming on, bro. So good to talk thank to you. you. Thank you, man. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.